What's with the black clouds, Ray? I'm sorry to have to break our normal flow, everyone, but I have been foaming at the mouth of this Black Doom Award all week. Ray, I'm not ready for this. So I'm appropriately leading into this monstrosity that is the Black Doom Award with the remix of the Sonic the Hedgehog 3 boss song. It's called Malicious Fingers by Snapple Man. That was uh, not quite our normal intro there, Ray. But and if you'd like to add that metal song to your music collection, I've got a link up right now for those of you listening to the M4A version of the podcast. Otherwise, you can just head on over to ocremix.org and track it down yourself. Okay, it's time. Each week, Tim and I both mention a terrible choice made related to video games in honor of the worst character Sonic Team has ever created, which is honestly Black Doom. It just doesn't get any worse than that. <laughs> okay. Last week, there's a new Sonic game announced. Yay! Okay. <laughs> yeah, think, let's think about this, people. It's called Sonic and the Black Knight, and the only character art they had released so far was of Sonic holding a sword. Okay. And I saw this image, and I just wanted to strangle children, personally. <laughs> children? But I just chose animals instead. Like, I was like, okay, well, maybe this isn't too bad. Maybe they got something going on with this whole sword thing that's going to, you know... Lo and behold, like, what, four days later, some details emerge, okay? And, and let me just read you guys some of these details about Sonic and the Black Knight. Okay, first of all, it's the same development team as Sonic and the Secret Rings. Ooh, so that means it'll be another terrible game, right? <laughs> For you, yes. I hate you know, that, that. But game. that's like, okay, that's not so bad, right? Not no, so I'm, bad. I'm, glad, I'm glad they start with that, because immediately I can cross it off my list of games I will never, you know, <laughs> games I will ever play. Not gonna happen. Yeah, okay, next point. This time, a sorceress named Merlina summons Sonic to the mythical realm of King Arthur, but it seems the fabled monarch has somehow been corrupted and now rules the land as Black Knight. Uh, <laughs> what in the world? Uh, at least it's not Black Doom. Although, what if it is it might secretly? Be. What if it's secretly Black Doom? Yes, I could see that happening. All right, you ready for this next point? If it wasn't bad yet, this should be what throws you over the edge. Okay, Sonic Sword, a talking blade named Calibur, oh serves as a mentor. <laughs> you didn't just say talking blade, did you? God. Why? <laughs> it's like, hey, I got an idea. Let's not have an annoying character follow Sonic. Let's have him always be with Sonic forever. You'll oh, never be able no. to get away from him. Well, and, you know, the, the picture they show on the cover of Nintendo Power 
it looks like the, it, you know the sword itself looks kind of cool but i could just see you know the <laughs> opening sequence be like that just that picture and all of a sudden these like cartoon eyes show up and this cartoon mouth like, hey, hey sonic, sonic. <laughs> <laughs> you suck wow. oh my gosh wow okay next point next point storybook telling like secret rings that at least that that at least explains. Yes, they, why they are following the storybook be... style. But I must ask: Is that what Sonic's going to be known for now <laughs> when he goes through storybook adventures? <laughs> What's next? What's the next uh, storybook adventure? Robin, Robin Hood, something like that, maybe. <laughs> maybe he'll be like an elf, and he'll or he'll be like a dwarf or something, and the Little Mermaid. Okay, next point. As Sonic runs along, a simple flick of the Wii Remote will execute a basic slash, which is enough to dispatch most low-level grunts. Keyword here, people, is most, all right? Because you know there's going to be plenty of those that aren't, and it's going to be some grueling battle with some stupid life bar enemy where you have to stop and fight them. I, I just don't see that. Like, Unless you're always killing enemies while running, I just don't see how it's going to work. Right. Unless unless everything stops and you go into sword battle fights. And the worst part of this is, it's like, oh, well, can just use, like, the one-to-one -one motion of the new <laughs> Wii Motion Plus, right? No. No. I bet you $300 it won't have Wii Motion Plus because that this game was announced, like, four days after E3. And I'm pretty sure they've been in development much longer before that. And the, the key here is that E3 was the first place to announce Wii Motion Plus to even developers. Developers had no idea this thing yeah, even that, existed. That, I mean... It's not that Sega couldn't incorporate the Wii Motion Plus. It's that they won't. <laughs> because there's really no reason to. This is a big cash-in anyway, so why would they put any effort into it? Next point. If you help civilian town folk in need of assistance, you'll earn points toward knighthood. If you smite one of these civilians, your reputation will take a hit. So it's gonna I've, never, I've never seen that system. before. You ever seen that in a video game before? Oh, no. That's really genuinely original. <laughs> Next point. Sonic can acquire everything from gauntlets to magical tomes to new swords, and when equipped, each article bestows him with a unique benefit. The last thing I want to dress Sonic in is magical tomes, okay? <laughs> that is like the last thing my mind could possibly want to imagine. What I want to know is, if he can get new swords, does that mean there's more annoying talking characters that I will bet, follow him I bet around? You know what I think it is? He has to transfer the talking thing over to the next sword and able to use it. Ah. Oh, I'm betting that yeah. that's probably what it's going to be. Like, he goes with them yeah. everywhere because it just, he's got to transfer. That's his only way to use it, is he has to use this mentor. Cal <laughs> Caliber, by the way. I wish. Ugh. Not Excalibur. No, not to be confused <laughs> with Excalibur at all. And, oh, oh and, and Black Knight is not supposed to be confused with King Arthur. Oh, wait, but it is. <laughs> My bad. <sighs> oh, boy. Next, Any more? Next, yeah, oh, yeah, funny. On the audio side, veteran composer Jun Sun-Yu, from Crush 40, that is, oh, is no. taking a similar approach, injecting <laughs> familiar Sonic themes with a Celtic flavor. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> that, ought, that ought to sound really good. <laughs> they'll, they'll win all sorts of awards for that one. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and then Crush, are gonna 40, Crush 40 mixed with anything is not a good idea. Celtic. Celtic. Oh, dear. Uh, all right, next one. You know you know what people really liked about Sonic and the Secret Rings, though? Nothing. 
<laughs> you know, you know how many people you got to play as? Uh, just one, right? Yeah, that people praise them for that. Oh well, this time, however, some of Sonic's friends will be playable. Each hero will boast unique abilities, and though oh, the team goody. is, although the team isn't ready to divulge the full cast just yet. We do know that the identities of two playable comrades, Knuckles, who brandishes two swords at once, and Shadow. Who what? Brandishes what? <laughs> brandishes oh, a, a gun. gun? <laughs> like, oh boy. It'll be like a crossbow or something, some projectile, you know. This, this is our only hope of Black Doom, is that Shadow's story mirrors Sonic, and instead of the Black Knight, face the Black Doom. That's that's my only hope. And that, what's hilarious is I, I actually want to see Black Doom reappear somehow. <laughs> Yeah, you Which want to see ironic. the worst character Sonic <laughs> team has ever created make a I mean, think about it. If you were making the worst Sonic game ever made, you would <laughs> have to put Black Doom in it. Well, they so did, like... right? Shadow the Hedgehog. <laughs> 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 Been there. Uh, next point. Uh, this is awesome. While the old gauges from Secret Rings are gone, a new special gauge will bestow him with similarly impressive powers. What what does that mean? <laughs> they replaced one gauge with the, another gauge that does exactly the same thing. <laughs> I was like, was something wrong with the old gauges? You know? <laughs> what did the old gauges do? Did it just show you your slow power motion or and speed up? Oh, I see. Yeah. So this one's like an attack gauge. The old, the old gauges from Secret Rings are gone, <laughs> but a new special gauge will bestow him with similarly impressive powers. I love that. Could you be what, any more pathetic? What, weren't the gauges one of your favorite parts of the game? Like, you actually could go super fast or slow down or whatever. Yeah, if you use them right. Yeah. Like that, that's the pro I think slow motion was messed up, though. Because instead of Sonic being normal speed while everything was in slow motion, Sonic's slow too. And mm -hmm. they're all really slow. So it's kind of annoying to be like, it's like... Never get there. And the last point is the team behind Sonic and the Black Knight is keenly aware of the franchise's past missteps. And their enthusiasm oh, for doing it right by the series is infectious. I swear they say that every time. Yeah. They're like, we want to go back to the... You know, the old, the old way of making a Sonic game. Like, we really? understand. We understand that making a gimmicky Sonic game where you play as multiple characters is not in the right direction. So we're gonna do it again. Yeah. The old way is gone, but a new, similar way is back. They're keenly aware of the fact that they're <laughs> diluting the Sonic franchise, and yet this is the third. What? This is the third or fourth Sonic title yet to be released that's been announced. We've yeah, third. Two, two yeah, versions. Third. We've got two versions of Sonic Unleashed, and now no, this no, game. No, no, no. Just, just one. You just have Sonic Unleashed. No, there's a Wii version that's totally different. From oh, the that's right. Versions. Yeah, that's true. Our only hope is the Bioware RPG of Sonic for the DS. Right. That right. is our only hope. That all my hope is on that. But even that, that's, it's like, <laughs> that's not a Sonic game, and it just has Sonic in it. No, you it's know? a Sonic. It's a. Uh, but see, that was the thing. I read an interesting blog post by um, one of the head people at Sega that were talking about what is a Sonic game. Like, define a Sonic game. Platform. And everyone everyone has their own different view of what a Sonic game should be. 
You know, it's kind of like, oh, what's a Mario game? Yeah, it's like, Mario well, game's a platformer. There's only, like, six Mario games, like, proper Mario games. But even then, like, Super Paper Mario is, I would no. consider a Mario game. Because it is no. a platformer, but it's also a puzzle thing. It's an RPG. It, it takes new directions. And it does new things that weren't previously possible in the old time. Yeah, but it, it's not meant to be, like, a follow-up to, you know, Mario Sunshine and Mario Galaxy, you know what I mean? Like, there's kind of this kind of known lineage of proper Mario titles, you know? And there's all sorts of offshoots of that, but, I mean, yeah, I know what you're saying. There can be quality Sonic games that aren't necessarily platformers, but it doesn't... It, that's not going to write the Sonic franchise. It's not like, oh, once they made a good Sonic RPG, now all the platformers they make from here on out are going to be good too. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess... They're kind of two separate entities. But, I mean, a Sonic RPG game is still, a, like, a Sonic game. It's, like, if it has... I don't know. I get, uh... But my, my point is, they're ruining the Sonic franchise with all these crappy platformer games that, you know, people that played Sonic back in the day want a fun Sonic platformer. And yes, the RPG may, might be really fun, and and Sonic fans will love it, and, and RPG fans will love it, but people that remember Sonic in the Sega platformers aren't going to be, you know, like, oh, finally, <coughs> we got a good Sonic game to play. So it'll be interesting to see how these three games turn out for sure. But almost, almost worse than just reading those points of Sonic and the Black Knight, which just sounds so god-awful yeah i was reading a few comments left by people after reading this information and i i couldn't believe some had the audacity to say things such as quote sounds awesome i can't wait <laughs> and what sounds I, awesome what what is he reading and i like what i'm hearing like <laughs> really are, are you really like you guys have to be kidding with me right you have to be joking right like this is why like, i like what i see like, oh, this is why they can keep making these awful games because people actually like them. And and one of those people will not be me. I, I will guarantee that right now because I've already made that vow. I will not buy a Sonic game unless it has good ratings. And soon you and I need to determine what a good rating is. Well, so I can't mess that up. I would say over a 7.5 for sure. But OK, um, I think I'm. And that's a meta. Yeah. That's like Metacritic, not like one obscure se- <laughs> SegaNerds.com gives it a ten point oh. Seriously, <laughs> I hope they reviewed Shadow. I'd love to see their review of that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, Tim, whatever Black Doom you award you have cannot possibly stand up to literally Black Knight. But well, you can yeah. Try. I don't know that it is, but Capcom did announce. I think at E3 they made this announcement that they're bringing Dead Rising to the Wii. Had you heard that? Yes. Yeah, and that, you know, that's, that's kind of cool. Like, it sold, you know, one and a half million copies on the 360. and Yeah, it's nice to have it on the Wii, too, basically, for me. But I do have a lot of problems with what I'm hearing so far about Dead Rising. For starters, have you seen the title of the game for the <laughs> yes. United States? Yeah. Okay, the game is called Dead Rising Chop Till You Drop. <laughs> is that not a horrible title for the game? <laughs> I mean, horrible. And it's rated E for everyone. <laughs> no. Yeah, well, I wouldn't be surprised. Chop till you... I just want to see the game be like, they just stand in one place and you just chop things coming at you. That's it. <laughs> That's all you do. It's just one mode. You just chop until you're dead. Well, what I don't get is, in Japan, 
the game is called, for the Wii, it's going to be called Dead Rising Zombie Sacrifice. Wow. Can you say casual gamers? Yeah, really. It's like shop till you drop. And I mean, it's that's the official <laughs> name. They've got, you know, artwork for it and everything. So that alone just kind of takes away from the feeling of the game, you know? It's supposed to be like this kind of action, survival, horror type of thing. Anyhow, it doesn't end there. They... One Up had an interview with the producer and director of the title, and tell me if this makes you want to play the game more or less, okay? Okay. He's talking about the 360 version, and he says, You died a lot in the beginning, and you have to raise your level if you want to proceed in the story. It's a really fun game if you can deal with that, but I think some of the experience was a little rough for casual users. That's why oh, we're adjusting the game to make it easier to play. Oh. Okay. The game sold one and a half million copies. <laughs> I think... Yeah, but the Wii is played by a bunch of five-year-olds. <laughs> that, okay, that's, so, that's the difference they see. He wants to make it user-friendly for casual gamers. First of all, I don't think casual gamers, what we consider casual gamers, are interested in buying a game called Dead Rising. They're interested in Wii Sports, right? <laughs> So making a game yeah, but that's what if it was Wii Sports Chop till you drop? I, I, that is a different story. That um, might change entirely. In I fact, do. that's what they should call the Wii Sports Resort Sword Fighting Mode. <laughs> chop till you drop. That's exactly what happens. That, One person falls off. That's I. I'm with Gladiator you. style. But that 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 kind of worries me because this is the producer and director of this yeah. port. Okay. Um, also, in in the 360 version, there was like a. a like a time limit on certain tasks like oh this person's in in this area of the mall like you better get there in the next couple minutes or they'll be dead okay there is no timer anymore in the game god the the the, the janitor is the guy that gives you your like assignments he'll give you like three or four you know tasks to do and once you finish those tasks he'll give you more so doesn't that eliminate like any kind of suspense or you know you know, we didn't like how people were dying, so you don't have a health bar. <laughs> Again, it's part of like making the game easier. It's like, okay, no no time limit. Just do it when you want to do it. It's it's like wide open. I just there's no sense of urgency anymore, so that again takes away from the game, but it's, you know, for casual gamers now. One of the big parts of the game was that you took pictures of, of different things and as you took pictures you would gain experience. Kinda like uh, Bioshock does that. It, it's kind of like a collecting aspect, but it also gives you experience in the game. Um, there is no photographing in the Wii version. Instead, there's chopping. A lot of chopping. A lot of chopping. You're a photo journalist, and there's no... Now, see, there really is a time limit, though, because the time limit is when you drop. <laughs> I Yes. Um, like, maybe, maybe you just don't know when you're going to drop, and so you just keep chopping. Uh, it's kind of like baseball, right? You just don't know when the <laughs> game will be over. But there's some time limit. The graphics also take a huge hit. Um, Ray, if you would, throw some of these screenshots. Yes, they're up they're there. People are seeing the parade of screenshots. It, they're, <clears throat> they're, pre they're pretty poor. Now, I know the game's not coming out till next year, but if this is any indication of the quality, it's like early PS2, really. Oh, definitely. It, it looks horrible. And they also mentioned that, you know, because of the limitations of the Wii hardware, they, they probably won't be able to have as many zombies on the screen at the same time. You know, like, it won't be as frantic. So, 
the more I hear about this, it's like, what is this game? And the final, um, I guess the final nail in the coffin is, the, again, the producer and director said this. He says, my brother is a casual gamer, but he's sort of the, he's the sort of person who doesn't like it when the visuals are too intricate or elaborate. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> oh, wait, I'm Dude, not done. are you freaking kidding me? I'm not done. Oh. Oh. <laughs> he gets nervous oh. about whether he's good enough to play it at all. Oh. This, that was a very novel surprise to hear that from yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> Looking at it, looking at it that way, I wonder if Wii users are a lot more forgiving about the visuals of the games they play. Of course, we have a lot of fans of the 360 version, so we're still aiming for a level of visuals that will keep them satisfied. Okay, that's a huge excuse for <laughs> the graphics will be crap. <laughs> My uh, hypothetical brother is a casual. It's not gamer. that we didn't. It's not that we didn't try. We tried really hard to make the graphics bad. So can't you just deal with it? Yeah, it's like oh. I asked. I, I did a survey of one person, and he said he didn't <laughs> like good graphics. <laughs> I mean, is that ridiculous or what? So, what games does his brother play exactly? <laughs> Atari, Amtaro, oh, or whatever it is. Gosh. But now I'm definitely looking forward to the 360. Sounds like these guys should make a Sonic game. I know, and Capcom's usually pretty good. I mean, they did a good job with the Resident Evil port, um, you know, Mega Man 9, like, come on, what, what is this? So, with all that said, the Blue Skies can come back, oh, and, uh, and now we can have our Captain Rainbow time, with our comic that we did this week called Import Only. Yes. I'm surprised it. Tim ever let me make this comic, to be honest. I, I, I'm surprised, I, too. I remember the day I came up... I said the idea to Tim, and, I mean, you laughed, right? I mean, it was funny. It was funny, and I'm like, I don't but know. But at the same time, I was like, it's funny because it's kind of not right either. Like, it's it's kind of like when we can joke about Sonic smoking a doobie or whatever, right? And, like, right. it makes us laugh. It's funny, but it's like, you know, but that's not right. <laughs> like, we shouldn't... <laughs> like, it's funny in the idea that we would never do something like that. So, so this was bordering on the line. So we're like, well... You know, maybe we can change that last line to not quite be so bad. Like, we could say something like, it's not gay enough. And I'm like, no, that kind of has some negative tones to it. You know, gay is kind of a buzzword that can be used poorly. And, uh, you know, I, I kind of like it better just technical. You know, just the idea of this designer, you know, really thinking hard about something and then just saying it just, you know, fairly straightforward. Like, it's just missing that element right there. Yeah. And, uh... And so t eventually I was like, well, I'll tell you what, I'll do the comic and then we can work on that last line. And, <laughs> and I basically sent it to Tim and he thought it was good. Of course, when I sent it to Tim, originally the, the image of him sitting there thinking was seven panels long. Oh, yeah. It was, I, it was I didn't want... four panels of him just <laughs> sitting there and then a no and then a, squin <laughs> a squinting panel and then, a, then the final line. Right. And I was like, that's funny, but my goodness, that's a lot of scrolling. Yes. And uh, I felt like maybe people would just kind of scroll through it too fast because they see, like, the same image over and over again, you know? Well, I'm used... Like, if something doesn't have words on it, I feel like people tend to go through it quickly. Yes. You know, they don't have to stop and read, so they just kind of keep going. They look and they go. And so I'm like, I wanted it, even for the people who are going quickly through the comic, 
I even wanted them to be like, oh my gosh, he's taking forever to think about this. Because that's mm-hmm. part of the setup with the joke is like the amount of time spent thinking about it. You know, like there's, it's just, he just is trying so hard to come up with the right words. Right. You know, and, and I like that better than just a response. There needed to be some kind of a break. And if it was film, this would be, you know, much different looking in yeah. general. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was my best to try to emulate what I thought was like a funny film idea into a comic. Having done the Goomba versus Roomba comic from the week before, where it was very much copy and paste the whole way down, mm-hmm. like it also didn't feel right doing something very similar again this time with a long setup of not much happening, basically. Right. So I needed to kind of change styles a little bit. But yeah, I liked. The, I especially like the first four panels where you, you know, emulate that trailer. Yes. Kind of give the different areas, you know that. that yeah, cool. I made it. I made it even a little more ridiculous because I don't. I don't think the trailer truly shows off how ridiculous Captain Rainbow looks at first. <laughs> it, so I, I wanted to really have some great rainbow colors in the background and very kind of high-powered Japanese stuff. And and you know, Tim, you and I were talking about like, you know, because you kind of asked me like, don't they realize what they're doing? Like, yeah. you know, can they really be making this guy without thinking of him as being a homosexual? And I was kind of like, I, yeah, I don't, I don't think they're intentionally doing it. Yeah, they're that was just, a good, good discussion because. Yeah, it's too bad we didn't save it for the podcast, but we can emulate it. Yeah, you know, I mean, you think of a lot of the games that don't make it here, and like, like, uh, Tingles, Rupee, whatever that game's called mm-hmm. for DS, and uh, I mean, even some of the games that do make it here that are kind of surprising, like Katamari Damacy, is so kind of off the wall and, and, and quirky and there's characters in there that are like, you know, oh, that guy's really fruity or something, you know, like pe- that's yes. what we would say here. Um, and, and I mean, the, the last time I checked, and I could be very wrong on this, but I, I believe the last time I checked, Japan was very, uh, very taboo about uh, gays and lesbians. It was just something that you just didn't even bring up. And because they're very traditional people, and they just like to stick with tradition. So that whole idea kind of, it's like, no, we don't even talk about that. So I don't, I don't really see that as like, you know, people wouldn't make games off of that reason. You know, it's like, you don't even deal with that. They're just, they're just very cartoony people. And they, you know, they have all kinds of crazy colorful things. And I think, I mean, they, Look I at think their game they, shows for crying out loud. Right? Yeah. I, I think they really just wanted to make a rainbow superhero, like someone that encompassed the rainbow. And unfortunately, over here, especially in America, you know, the rainbow is considered, like, obviously the gay pride flag. So um, so we, we think of things much differently. So it was kind of fun to make a comic and the idea that they were actually thinking about those things, when in reality they really wouldn't be. Right. But it's, you know, it's interesting how much, um, I guess, attention it's gotten here. Even there's been a couple trailer, a few trailers, actually, and a lot of different little news pieces probably because of how flamboyant the character is. Yes. But we'll probably never see it, you know, um, import, uh, localized just because of, just they're going to think this will not sell here, you know? So uh, I guess we'll never play Captain Rainbow. Well, for every great comic comes great comments. <clears throat> this week's suggestion box was no different. My comment of the week goes to Fluffy Panda, who said... Hi, I've been reading and listening since the start of the site, but not so far only posted once to share we friend codes. So I should probably start my Delurk with a heavy, nice comment, guys. Anyway, I really just registered to tell you that you owe me a new mouse wheel. 
The wear and tear caused by vertical scrolling on your comics is starting to take its toll. Maybe next week you could just have a repeating background in a 1 million pixel tall iframe. Also, I'm looking forward to Captain Rainbow 2, Disco Hairdresser Yo-Yo Super Fun Adventures. I've heard it's co- it comes with a special controller that you operate with your mouth. The Nintendo health and safety warnings for that would be awesome. <laughs> <coughs> Thank you, Fluffy Panda. That was great. Yeah, that was good. Great, great comment. Um... So my comment... Could you have any more dead air? Uh, what? Any more dead air, please. <laughs> I'm doing this on purpose because I know you'll edit it out. Time um, is money, Tim. Well, the swimming really. pool is draining. <laughs> it's it's your part that's draining. So. <laughs> <laughs> it was getting full anyway, so... I'm <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I put some into the kid pool. Oh, boy. Um... Actually, if you don't mind, my comment of the week isn't really a comment. It's oh my a pic- gosh. It's a, <laughs> it's, oh. a, it's a picture. Oh, it's, yes. It's a picture from uh, our good friend Meta Ridley. And uh, if you wouldn't mind sharing it with the M4A version of the podcast. Yes. I think it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, very nice. I, I, we haven't talked about this yet, but... He basically he basically okay. made an eight bit version of Tim and Ray and the two piece star logo, and uh, I think it looks really cool. Yeah, he, it's very he cool. Al- he also made a, a comic with eight bit Tim and Ray in there, and um, at some point maybe we'll put it up as a a bonus comic like we did Devin's. Yes. But, um, that was pretty cool. Hope you guys enjoy that. That's it. Boy, I I feel like we're ready for Black Doom Ward, but I think we're all. Since we're out of Black Doom Awards, we will end this podcast by playing a wonderful clip which features Black Doom himself. So listen in and enjoy a horrible setup to the ending of the game in Shadow the Hedgehog. Hope you guys enjoy it. (laughs) A special weapon, this gas, once released, is quickly absorbed into your bloodstream. In a moment, total paralysis will hit your nervous system. The end is near now. <laughs> ah, my dear offspring, eat and devour these savory dishes. Back off, you slime balls! Well, that will do it for this edition of 2P Start Live. Join us every Wednesday for a brand new comic and every Monday for a brand new podcast. Just like the one you heard here, except better. With that, he's Tim. And he is Ray. We will see you next week. You can save all your dead air for somewhere else. Well, and what I want to know is if he can be equipped with new swords, 
then that's not Jessica calling, is it? No. Okay. You might want to redo that section. <laughs> um, no, I'll leave that in. I'll just make you look horrible. Thank you. That was <laughs> Sarah's cell phone. Um, oh, okay. I'll I lost take my it train out. of thought. What was it? 